Steel Curtain Network. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Last Minute Thoughts. It is game day. Steelers are taking on the Bengals a little bit later today. This is Steel Curtain Network editor Dave Schofield coming at you with all the information. That's right. Steelers are kicking off at 1 p.m. when God intended NFL football to be played on a Sunday. Here we go. This is an interesting one. It's been an interesting week for the Steelers. It, it looked kind of bleak a few weeks ago with all these two tough games going into Ohio. Things changed. Things changed. Steelers weren't facing Deshaun Watson or Joe Burrow, but the Steelers couldn't get it done last week. The defense was was pretty tough. The rushing offense was very stout, but the offense as a whole could not get it done. Changes were made. Matt Canada's out. Eddie Faulkner's the new offensive coordinator. Mike Sullivan is the new play caller. And some Steelers fans are expecting more of the same, while others are rejuvenated and ready to see what this Steelers team can bring. So let's get into it. The Steelers are traveling to Cincinnati. That's right. They'll be, I what, what is that, Paul Brown Stadium, if I remember? That's what it used to be called. I can't even remember what it's called anymore, just because, you know, this is a picture of, of me caring. Now, now it's Paycor Stadium. Sorry. But what's interesting is this. It's still got the Escalusa. So let's see if the Steelers can send uh, Bengals fans down the Escalusa um, nice and early this afternoon. But this game is on CBS, and a lot of the nation's going to see it. Pretty much, if you are in the the looking at it more of a uh, of a long, not long, latitudinal line in there, the the entire Northeast north central northwest of the united states is getting this game um even some of the southwest you know all the way out uh, through arizona the other two games that are on cbs early are indy and tampa if you're in those markets you're not gonna get the sealers game and then the other one's jacksonville and houston so pretty much from jacksonville all through texas and new mexico you know up to nashville and all there uh that's covered if you want to know exactly what what this is going to look like, all you got to do is, if it's after 7.30 a.m., check out steelcurtainnetwork.com. Jeff Hartman's got the article there. You can see it. They have the nice picture there. The Steelers and Bengals are in red, and there's a lot of red out there. So hopefully you'll be able to be able to catch this game one way or another. I think it's the third straight week now that it's Ian Eagle and Charles Davis calling this game. They've got to be tired of having to try to call the Steelers offense. Maybe there'll be a little bit more for them to, to call this week. But we'll see. We'll see. Let's see where the line is. Pittsburgh on the road, two-point favorites. That's right. The Steelers are two-point favorites against the Bengals without Joe Burrow. That's a big key there. Also, is the Steelers offense going to get a little bit of a boost from, from having a new coordinator? You know, we, we've seen – the, the Raiders get a boost from a new head coach. We've seen the, the Bills get a boost from a new offensive coordinator. And some people are like, but those are, those are, you know, the Bills are a better offense. You know what? I'm not saying they're going to be fantastic, but almost anything better than last week is a boost. And last week, especially in the passing game, was pretty bad. So there you go. Two, two point favorites. The over under is 36 
Over under is 36 with the Steelers being two-point favorites. Very interesting. Most of the time, the odds makers have a pretty good idea what it is they're talking about. There's also one other factor that we've really got to talk about, and that's the weather. Believe it or not, well, it is the last game in November for the Steelers, So, and it's Cincinnati. So, yeah, the weather is going to be a factor. But once again, it's dealing with rain, dealing with rain. So here's the forecast for Cincinnati for Sunday. It says cloudy with periods of rain, high 48 degrees, wind south-southwest at 10, 50 miles an hour. Chance of rain, 80%. Chance of rain, 80%. This is from weather.com. If you look at the hourly, looking at the hourly, the the percentage of, of where it's going to rain, it starts where rain's supposed to start around 10 a.m., 43%. Then it's up to 77% by 11 a.m. At 1 p.m., kickoff, 87% chance of rain. 2 p.m. has an 84% chance of rain. 3 p.m., it drops down to 59, and then 4 p.m., 46. So it might be tapering off. You, you just don't know. You've got that time from, from 10 through about, what is it, about 8, eight or 9 o'clock where it says there could be some rain in there, only looking at around 47 degrees. We'll see if that's a factor. But if the Steelers are doing what they've been doing and running the football, that could be a good thing. Also doesn't hurt that the Bengals have this, They have one of the worst. I'm trying to remember. I was going to say second worst. I think they're second worst overall in defensive yardage given up. But I think when it comes to, to running, I think they're like 30th against the rush. So maybe that could be a good thing for the Steelers offense to go up against that Bengals defense that struggled to stop the run. We'll just have to see. All right. The, well, the other thing that we can, we can talk about, we will hit up coming out of the break. We'll hit up the injury report and the 4 p.m. news from Saturday. Give some final thoughts. So stick around. We'll be right back. All right, Steelers fans, here we go. Let's get you everything you need to know about this game. All right. So hopefully you can catch it on CBS. Hopefully we can, we, it's not too terrible weather. Now let's look at the injury report. We'll do that before the 4 p.m. moves. The injury report, just the players who are who have an injury status. The Steelers have three. You've got Minka Fitzpatrick and Montrevious Adams still out. Fitzpatrick with the hamstring, Adams with the ankle. Cornerback James Pierre is questionable. Um, I'll talk more about if I think Pierre is going to go or not whenever we get to the 4 p.m. moves. But before I do that, I want to talk about the game status of, of the Bengals. So they have... Joe Burrow out. He wasn't put on IR yet. He was on Saturday. We'll get to that one. T. Higgins, wide receiver, out. Quarterback, Cam Taylor-Britt, quad, out. He's got four interceptions for them. He's their best corner. That's a big deal. Offensive tackle, Deontay Smith, knee, doubtful. Now, he's a backup lineman, so uh, I think he's appeared in one game this year. So that's not the end of the world. Halfback, Chase Brown, hamstring, questionable. That's because he was on IR. I'm going to go ahead and get to their moves here as soon as I read this last one. Jermaine Pratt, illness, questionable. That's one of their two big linebackers. There was no news about Pratt on Saturday that I could find anywhere. Nothing that the Bengals uh, released officially. Chase Brown, the reason he's questionable is he was on IR. Not anymore. He comes off IR. Joe Burrow goes on IR. Other than that, the only practice squad elevation coming from the Bengals or any other roster move is it the elevated quarterback, A.J. McCarron, from the practice squad? So it looks like he'll be the backup. Um, they can't bring him up and designate him as the third guy. You're not allowed to do that. 
I don't even know if they have another quarterback on the roster. Uh, I I don't think they do. I, but I honestly, I didn't care enough to look. Sorry about that, but honestly, that's I'm more focused on what the on what's going on with the Steelers rather than who the third quarterback is for the Bengals. Um, if they get to that one, I think the Steelers would be in much better shape. Now, let's get to the Steelers moves. Steelers made one move. They elevated linebacker Tariq. Um, is it Campbell? I think it's Campbell. I, I always mess up that name. I don't, I, I don't know why that, that's one that, that I've struggled with. Um, no, or Carpenter. I, I keep saying Campbell. It's Carpenter. Tariq Carpenter. This will be his third game in a row elevated by the Steelers. Has not played a defensive snap, but has played special teams. There are several things that this move, and this being the only move, tells me. One, it tells me that the Steelers are likely going to have new linebacker uh, Martinez, Blake Martinez, inactive. He just got there Wednesday. He's probably not ready yet. That wouldn't be surprising. I expect to see him on the inactive list. The Steelers did not elevate a safety. Now, they didn't have the best options um, simply just because. They have Jalen Elliott, who was with them in the preseason, but they didn't bring him back to the practice squad until, I think, Halloween. And then the other option they had was just signed on Monday, Eric Rowe. Very new to the team, even though he's got nine years in the NFL, but very new to the team. So neither one of them really made sense. With Micah Fitzpatrick injured, that means three. Three safeties is all they have. Because remember, Keanu Neal, IR. Elijah Riley went on IR. So the three healthy safeties are Devontae KZ, Brenton Thompson, and Miles Killebrew. The fact that the Steelers didn't bring up another safety, that tells me look for Patrick Peterson to either play safety or be the guy that goes into play safety if they have to do something of that nature, if somebody goes down. Uh, with that, I expect the Steelers to have as many cornerbacks available as possible. So I can almost guarantee Darius Rush is going to be active. When you look at the numbers game, the Steelers have the numbers to keep him active. And even if James Pierre being questionable is active as well. So carry in an extra corner because you're running low on safeties, that would make sense. So to me, that's what the moves that the Steelers made or lack of moves that the Steelers made on Saturday. That's what that means to me. Okay, let's go ahead and wrap this up with some thoughts about the game. Um, I think Jeff Hartman as a whole – for his for his X factor, I think he went with the entire offense. To me, I would have gone with the passing offense because to me, the running offense is kind of doing their thing. My X factor, I'm going with Joey Porter Jr. That's because the reports are that he's going to follow Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase has been talking a little bit of smack. If there's someone, there's two. There honestly, there's main. There's two people that, on the Bengals offense that could give the Steelers a lot of problems if the Steelers allow them to get going. One is Jamar Chase, but you got to have a quarterback that gets in the ball. And the other is Joe Mixon. So to me, if Joey Porter Jr. is going to be sticking with Chase, that's a big matchup. If he can keep him from going crazy um, with a different quarterback, then that's going to be that's going to be a big key to the Steelers' victory. So to me, if it's raining and everything, new quarterback for the Bengals, that kind of gives a little bit of advantage to the Steelers, in my opinion. So I think the big thing to look for in this game is 
I don't think the Steelers are going to come out and just all of a sudden the offense is going to blow the doors off of people and look like the offense during the preseason when it was the ones. I I don't think they're ready for that yet. Other teams have gotten better. This, it's almost like they're starting over again with everything. I, ex, I, I, I am honest. I expect the Steelers to possibly have to use some timeouts in the first half because they're having – issues with getting the plays in and, you know, getting to the line late, trying to change stuff and then have to call a timeout just because it's new. It's very new to them. So we'll see how that works. Hopefully they don't. Um, the, the, the key is the defense has to show up like they have been. The defense continues to show up, not have not force the offense to have to score 30 points in order to win the game. Saying they haven't scored 30 points in a win for, I mean, at least, at least through through a season and a half, it's, it's at least twenty. I think it might be back to twenty twenty. In all honesty, the last time they scored thirty points in a win. So that's that's going to be very very important. But this is a very interesting game when it comes to the matchup. Just this one and the rest of the matchups in the FC North this week. Because if the if the Steelers win this one, they go to seven and four. The Bengals fall below 500. They'll basically be falling out of the AFC North race. If the Bengals win this game, that moves the Steelers back in the AFC North race to last. I don't know if the Steelers can come back from that. I don't know if they can. To drop both of them in Ohio would be devastating, especially going into it. But if you would have told me three weeks ago that the Steelers could split in Ohio and they were going to split in Ohio, I'd take it. I'd take it right there. So that's still the way I'm looking at it. So I know it would have been really great to get that win against the Browns last week, but if that was the case, I still think we're dealing with Matt Canada as the offensive coordinator. So we'll see if it's better. I assume it's going to be better. I'm hopeful it's going to be better. But that's why I want to tune in. Can't wait to sit on my couch, weigh that terrible towel. I can't say that same thing next week because next week I'll actually be at AccraSure for the for the Cardinals game. So I'm also looking forward to that. So if you're going to be out there, if, if you're a Steelers fan going to be at that game on December 3rd, hit me up. STLR Superfandad is my Twitter handle. Try to get a hold of me somehow, see if we could if we could meet up uh, at the game. But that's a week away for now. Stay focused on the Bengals. Make sure you're checking out uh, everything that we've got going on at Steel Curd Network on the website. Make sure you're checking out the podcast. You'll have a recap of Mike Tomlin's post-game press conference uh, shortly after that's done. Then you'll also have the nice live show on YouTube with myself, Jeff Hartman, and Brian Anthony Davis for the post-game show. Check us out live there, or we're still in audio afterwards. And then we'll have all our breakdown of this game, hopefully a Steelers victory, uh, all this week as as they, the Steelers then head into December. So let's hit December on the right foot. The Steelers have gone the pattern so far of loss, win, win, loss, win, win throughout everything. So they're due for a win. Let's get that dub in Cincinnati and then just get out of that putrid state and get back to Pittsburgh as a 7-4 team. And as I always say, to close these out, go Steelers. Steel Curtain Network. Get it.